Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. It is 7.14. I'm Howard Feldman. Good morning. Of course, we spoke about South Africa, the South African government's appalling reaction to the situation in Israel. But as I said earlier, a a bunch of morally bankrupt thieves, uh, corrupt, bankrupt, morally bankrupt thieves are is really no indication and should not be lecturing anybody about morality, especially by blaming Israel for this horrific Hamas attack. The approach from the United States, very, very different. John Day joins us. He is founder and owner of Law Offices of John Day. We wanted to discuss the response by the U.S. government towards Israel and uh, in reaction to the invasion by Hamas. John, a very, very good morning to you. Thank you for joining us. How are you? Uh, uh, good morning, Howard. And how are you? Good to be with you. It is good to chat to you. Very, very difficult times for uh, Jews around the world, for supporters of Israel around the world. The U.S. Uh, very, very interestingly uh, and and uh, appropriately uh, reaffirming its friendship with Israel at a time like this. Yes, no question. Very, very quickly, very swiftly, uh, the the Biden administration and the rest of the U.S. government. Um, falling in line to say that they stand with Israel. And in fact, today there was a uh, carrier battle group sent from Western Mediterranean to the Eastern Mediterranean, apparently as a sign to uh, Iran and Syria, not to, not to try anything at this point, but very consistent uh, across the board um, with the support and then the horror and the shock and um, the, you know, the sense that this is Israel's nine 11, which we live through, over here. Mm. And, and what's remarkable as well is that you have places like South Africa and you have people around the world, uh, marching somehow in support of, of Hamas and in, in, in support of this. Can you imagine after 9-11, had there been a march anywhere, uh, in, you know, Toronto, even downtown New York, of, of people supporting Al Qaeda? It, it, it just would have been unimaginable. And yet here we are. Yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen here. And after 9-11, there was unified support, which was, you know, the American people were so grateful. And and then, of course, now we're seeing um, the video coming out of Israel. And and of course, there are Americans who apparently were killed, and Americans who were hostages. Mm. But that's still not the focus of the American response so, uh, solely on that. Hmm. What's interesting as well is that the that Israel has been used even in in U.S. politics to some extent as a little bit of a ba- of a battleground where you've seen uh, you know the squad within the Democrats uh, with the Democrats you've 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 seen Israel used um, to to further political uh, agendas and and yet now we're not really seeing that. No, there's been some slight and minor response. I mean, mm, there was some that, yeah. politicians saying, "Oh, you know, there, there should be everyone should stand down," and no response. And but that's not the that's not the mm. general consensus of Americans who, who I mean, are, the, the shock is still palpable here. Um, people watching the video and the hearing the reports, and it's it seems very very consistent. Any sort of, I mean, there was a small pro-Palestinian demonstration in Manhattan, mm. in New York, there was a larger uh, pro-Israeli demonstration, and neither one of them were violent, but uh, it's not indicative of anything other than, I think, a, a much more overwhelming sense of support 
for Israel at this incredibly difficult and horrific time. Do you think that this is likely to find its way into the Republican debate um, in terms of in in the lead up to selecting a, a nominee for the president position? Well, yeah, and I think two things there. One, first of all, you know, we don't have a, a Speaker of the House, a leader of the mm. House of Representatives mm. still, which was a it's a you know terrible timing for this because that's when. Right now is when the House of Representatives needs to be on board uh, and uh, dealing with the American response. But also, I think maybe a little more concerning, the head of the Republican Party, the chairwoman, uh, Ronna McDaniel, said uh, words to the effect of, well, this is a great opportunity for Republicans. It was certainly uh, sort of, an, I think everybody understood what she was mm. trying to say, but it was inappropriate to yeah. try to politicize that at a time when, uh, you know, there is really a lot of unity, and that doesn't reflect, I think, that unity. Uh, can Israel expect the continued support? The fact that uh, it's moving, that, as you mentioned, um, a, uh, a, a, a aircraft carrier into the region is a massive, massive show of, of support. Uh, can can uh, Israel expect continued support in that regard? Yes, I think I think that's clear. But, you know, the other thing that I think needs to be and this is sort of an after-action issue, but how did these two incredibly sophisticated intelligence yeah, services yeah. Miss, miss this? And that's that's for another day, obviously. But 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 very uh, important because it seems as though more and more information is coming out that Iran, in fact, was behind this, and Iran certainly funded it. My immediate response was, and and it's, it's I'm sure a conspiracy theory at this well it was at the time, but I kept thinking. How do Hamas operatives, terrorists, go from blowing themselves up with a backpack at, at a, a, a bus stop to this level of sophisticated training? And I just wondered how much Iran was involved and how many of these so-called Hamas operatives were, in fact, uh, you know, Iranian special forces. There's no, uh, you know, no one's confirmed anything like that. It's, it's just a thought that went through my mind. Well, there, there, and there have been rumors that uh, Israeli citizens heard uh, Farsi speaking uh, ah, terrorists in okay. the streets. That hasn't been confirmed. But the, and also, the U.S. government officially has said we haven't made the link yet to Iran. But I think everybody is saying, I mean, how did how did Hamas, how did Gaza come up with twenty five hundred rockets mm, when it's mm. you know, when it's in the state that it's in? I think it's probably just a matter of time before American intelligence services can make that make that link, and Iran has certainly has a motive to try to disrupt that Israeli-Saudi-American uh, uh, peace initiative that was heading toward a conclusion, which would certainly have been threatening to uh, to the government of Iran. Yeah, it's actually interesting because I was trying to think as well, figure out, does this push that agreement, uh, especially because Saudi and Iran haven't had a very easy relationship. Uh, it's warmed a little bit lately, but they haven't had an easy relationship. Uh, now if we see this, does this push, uh, does does it endanger it or does it encourage it? I think a lot of analysts think it's dead in the water, at least for now. Uh, but was that the motive behind it? If, if there is the Iranian uh Involvement. involvement was that the motive? Were they threatened by that? And that, I mean, that certainly remains to be seen. But, uh, I mean, again, how, how this is not indicative of the Hamas, uh, strategy and tactics. It seems like there was someone, something else that was boosting it to a different level. Absolutely. That is where we leave it. John Day, thank you as always. And thank you for staying up uh, till all hours of the night to be able to speak to us. It is greatly appreciated. John Day's founder and owner of the law offices of John Day.